friend. Talk radio. Yes, talk radio. It's so boring, man. Okay. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. What's the most you ever lost on a coin toss? The most you ever lost on a coin toss. It's not easy for me to admit that I've been standing in the same place for 18 years. Well, I've been standing with you. The eight home runs, 120 RBIs, and 47 doubles to replace. The problem we're trying to solve is that there are rich teams and there are poor teams. Then there's 50 feet of crap. And then there's us. Isn't the idea of marriage to make your partner's way in life a little easier? For me, it was always harder with you, and you're still making it harder. Lying there on a ventilator and fucking up my life. You are relentless. Colonel Jessup, did you order the code red? You don't have to answer that question. I'll answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. You have no right to act on your own. You have taken vows. Obedience being one. You answer to us. You have no right to step outside the church. I will step outside the church. If that's what needs to be done, though the door should shut behind me, I will do what needs to be done. There's more to life than a little money, you know. And here you are. And it's a beautiful day. And there was Rocket Man trying to get out. And here comes the cliff. And just before the car went off the cliff, he jumped free. And all the kids cheered. But I didn't cheer. If you deliberately sabotage my band, I will fuck you like a pig. Now, are you a rusher? Or are you a dragger? Or are you going to be on my fucking time? I'm going to be on your time. I can't do that. Why not? I'm in love with you. My name is Harvey Milk, and I'm here to recruit you. You're doing this because you're scared to death, like the rest of us, that you don't matter. And you know what? You're right. You don't. It's not important, okay? You're not important. Get used to it. What? What country are you from? What? What? What ain't no country I ever heard of. They speak English and what? What? English, motherfucker! Do you speak it? Yes. Then you know what I'm saying. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. Poor fucking you. I didn't stay home making apple brown betties. No, I made you a champion. Knowing you'd hate me for it. That's the sacrifice a mother makes. I wish I'd had a mother like me instead of nice. Nice gets you shit. I didn't like my mother either. So what? I fucking gave you a gift. See, not before. We, we, we get our boys over that. Bloody beach! I take full responsibility. Really? Really? Yes, sir! It is the reason I sit in this chair! Listen to me! Listen to you by what right? By divine right, if you must. I am your king! No, you're not. You told me so yourself. You said you didn't want it. Why should I waste my time listening? Because to you? I have a right to no, be and I have a voice! Yes, you do. Hey, everybody. It's February 18th. You know what that means? It's uh, four days past Valentine's Day, so I'm sure you're all happy that's over. It's also the bonus episode, Oscar Predictions. I am Brutes Pataglia, Puck77.com. And I'm uh, James Cole of uh, Puck77.com. 
And I'm Mike Warren of Airedale.com. There we go. I might not have to turn your audio up this time. Nice. You, might, you might be able to actually just hear your intro. Nice. James, James is, for those of you who maybe, if you've never listened to the podcast and this is the first episode you're listening to, first off, how did you know about this episode? But secondly, um, every single week when we do the introductions, I never have to turn up any piece of James's audio for any episode ever, except every intro he's ever done. It's like, and uh, I am James Cole, Buck 77. It's like Batman. Nice. Kind of like Batman. Speaking of Batman, movies. Yeah. They didn't get nominated for anything this year because there was no Batman movie, but, you know, whatever. It's the first time since 1974 no Batman film is up for an Oscar this year. (laughs) Fun fact. Is that true? Yeah. (laughs) Hands down. Oh, okay. What was it up for in, like, 05? Lego Batman. Maybe that was Batman Begins, actually. might have been 05. Yeah, I'm sure that right. got, like, yeah. right fucking production design or something that year. Um, yeah, no, listen up, bitches. What we're going to do here is uh, we're going to go through some of the lesser-known categories. We're going to give our picks and, and whatnot, and I'm sure we'll get around to some snubs and whatnot. Um, but first thing I wanted to ask is... Oh, yeah, you have some opinions, eh? <laughs> but uh, first thing I wanted to ask is, uh, do we have... Um, oh, fuck, I forgot what my question was. Okay, what, what percentage of the nominated movies for, like, let's say, your top five awards, like all four acting awards and then your best picture, what percentage have you guys seen of those films? Like 75%. Okay, that's pretty good. You? That is pretty good. (laughs) I've seen about 43%. (laughs) I'd like to to know how how the math works out on that. Like, you've only seen the first 20 minutes of Green Uh, Book or something? Yeah, yeah, you know what? Yeah? Yeah, you know, I did all the calculations, put in the formula. You got to Bohemian Rhapsody last night, and we're going to get to it uh, today. But night. but was it worth sleeping? Was it worth sleeping in for work this morning? I was an hour and a half late for work. Was it worth it? It was worth it. I got Come to sleep on. until ten thirty. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it was, regardless. Eh? Oh, okay. Shit. Well. I guess we'll just get right into it. First off, maybe we should explain why Mike's actually on the podcast this week. Yeah. Mike's just a movie guy. I don't guy. even know why I'm here. Just a movie guy, and he's also uh, Airedale. Airedale. Can you do? Can you now? Here's here's a pike uh, trout. Here's a quiz. That's not a. Is that a fish? A pike trout. Pike trout. No, I don't think so. That, that that'd be a weird breeding. Yeah. Of two fishes. You'd have to get some uh, biologist. In there to make that thing <laughs> <laughs> made in some sort of a fucking lab, a yeah. backwoods oh, lab. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. Uh, uh, can you do the ad that we do every week, word for word? Word for word. Yeah. No. Are you able to do your own ad then? Yeah, I can do my own ad. Okay. Sure. Yeah. So uh, come to Airedale. <laughs> there it is. There it is. There it is. The best more needs to be said. Experience Mike. of a lifetime. You know, you're missing out. Mike uh, works there, I guess, technically, would be one way to put it. Blood ties, so pretty much forced into child slavery every summer, but uh, it's a good time. It's a good time. Good child slavery. The good kind. How how many planes do you have? Uh, We contract out two planes from uh, Watson Skyways Air. Just take parts from the one and keep the other one running kind of thing? Yeah, Yeah. something like that. We keep them up in the air somehow. Good, good. Now, I have a question. How many planes did you think they had? Seven. Seven. <laughs> Airedale seven. at one point did have seven planes. Oh, shit. Yes. They were huge. They flew... Uh, I went to Wanaman Lake, which is a reservation up north, and I was wearing my Airedale jacket, and the guy up there said Airedale used to fly in all their supplies. 
They were, uh, yeah, they were pretty big back in the day, but not anymore. That's why we have it. Is there a Dale? Is, is there is a Dale. Nice. We are the first non-Dales to own it. Ah. Yeah. It started with Airborne. Sunny Dale and Bob Dale and Steve Dale. Airborne? Airborne. Oh, Airborne. Airborne. Yeah. Yeah, we should have changed the name. Let's get going here. It's got more of a ring to it, I think. Yeah. I guess so. Uh, one thing before we get going to, I should mention, is we are recording live from Da Vinci Sports <laughs> Bar and Entertainment Center. I don't know what the actual official uh, title is, but we're we're recording live from a, from a bar, so that's why you're going to hear, you know, a waitress taking our orders and evidently, Led, yeah, Led Zeppelin <laughs> in the background or whatever. So, um, yeah. So to get things going, what we're going to do is we're going to concede a couple facts here before we get going. First off. There are categories we just don't really have that much interest in. And yeah. <laughs> and good for those yeah. people. Like, admittedly, we're snobs, but do we deserve to be snobs about these movies? Absolutely the <laughs> fuck we don't. But uh, you know what? We're going to do it anyway. So I'm going to rhyme through some categories. We're just gonna, I'm going to give you the nominees, and you're going to just give me who, who just pick a name, and we're just going to add it to our collection. These, are, these are essentially will end up being the tiebreakers. These will end up being the tiebreakers. So uh, first up, uh, makeup and hair. Border was nominated, Mary Queen of Scots was nominated, and Vice. Now, fun fact about Mary Queen of Scots, I thought this movie had been nominated for an Oscar about 85 times uh, every year previous, because I swear <laughs> to God there's a movie called this every year. Hmm. Uh, there's definitely the character of Mary Queen of Scots every year. It's just, you know, different movies, essentially. Okay. I wonder if Helen Mirren's in this one. Okay, so. Um, you know what? I don't know. Let's go, uh... I don't know. Let's go with uh, Vice. Why not? Okay. I like Christian Bale. I think, uh, I think it's a good pick. Never seen it, but uh, like what I see from the trailer. All right. Uh, I will go with Mary Queen of Scots. Okay. I, I took Vice. I, I did all my picks last night. So. Nice. I'm standing by Vice, although probably Mary Queen of Scots sounds good to me. Um, Can't go wrong. What else did we concede here? We uh, Oh, Best Foreign Language Film. Now, this right. comes with a bit of a caveat, is that uh, if Roma wins Best Picture, I think it's unlikely that it wins Best Foreign Language Film. Bullshit. No, don't it jeopardy. could win both, but I could see the Oscar spreading out the wealth. That said, I voted for Roma. <laughs> Look, so I you still, don't think it's winning? No, I didn't say that. I would vote for it, and I still think it's going to win. It would be my vote for Best Foreign Language Film, because I think it is the best foreign language film that's fair yeah like if your goalie is the most valuable player in the league it doesn't mean he shouldn't be the Vesna winner as well right so yeah, let's yeah. go here exactly. I'm going Roma yeah that's that's going to be unanimous that's a clean sweep on yeah, Roma that's a clean sweep what's Roma what's Roma uh, Spanish for Rome um, best live action short film uh, we've got Detainment Favre Margariti Mother, isn't that already a movie? Sure. And Skin. I took Detainment for no real reason. No, just by title. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know I'm a big fan of Quentin and his work, so I'm going to go with Margarete. Okay, actually, I haven't been writing these down. Best Documentary Short Subject. I didn't pick a live action, buddy. Yeah, you did. You said Detainment. I was going to say mother. Because I love my mother. 
Sonic. Mike Wern for Mother. Um, best documentary short subject. I took Endgame. I've heard things about it. Uh, also nominated Black Sheep, Lifeboat, A Night at the Garden, and my personal favorite, period, period, Life of a Sentence. <laughs> now only one period, but then an actual period. So it says the word period, and then there's a real period. Yep. End of sentence, period. What a title. Yeah, I'm just going to go with Black Sheep. Okay. All right. What else do we think? I'm going to go for uh, A Night at the Garden. Who doesn't, who doesn't love A Night at the Garden? I, I know, I do. Uh, best documentary feature. We've got Free Solo, Hale County This Morning, Minding the Gap of Fathers and Sons, and RBG. Which uh, sounds very vague. <laughs> yeah, that's red, blue, green. That's sure. Uh, that's, uh, it's, it's actually about an American politician. It's actually about the Cohen sister, really. So. <laughs> Julie Cohen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's interesting. You know, it's a family affair. You know, I'm sure you know, all the Coens are, you know, cinematically inclined. Right. So, uh, okay. I'm, I'm going to go with RBG. RBG, okay. that's a good choice. Thank you. That's a good choice. Thank you. Warren? Uh, I'm going with Free Solo. I saw a trailer on it. Looked pretty interesting, and as soon as I can get my hands on it, yeah, me too. Watch. I meant to watch that. I just kind of ran out of time. But that is also my pick. Yeah. Uh, animated short. We've got a couple more to go here. Animated short. I didn't see any of them. We got animal behavior. Bow. Late nice. afternoon. One small step in weekends. I took bow because I, I legitimately want to know what that's about. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with animal behavior. I believe it was the uh, short that opened up before uh, Incredibles two. So it's the only one I would have seen. Oh. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm with animal behavior then as well. I didn't realize that right. it was. Uh, so basically, all this is is you guys can confirm that that's a real movie. So you guys voted for it. That's essentially, fine. Yeah. yeah. Animated feature. We got Incredibles two, Isle of Dogs, Mirai, Ralph breaks the internet, and Spider Man colon into the Spider Verse. Mm-hmm. I voted Spider Man colon into the Spider Verse because I thought it was really funny to repeat the word spider twice in a title. <laughs> that's <laughs> so. fair. I'm going with our uh, buddy Reg's guy, Wes Anderson, and uh, Isle of Dogs. Nice. Yeah, that's Cookson's guy, but that's fine. Yeah, yeah. James, all right. Well, Michael Warren. I've seen The Incredibles 2 and Isle of Dogs, and I really did like Isle of Dogs and Incredibles 2, but more so Isle of Dogs. Um, so that's what I'm going to go with, but okay. I wish I had seen Spider-Man colon into the Spider-Verse because I heard the, the visuals are absolutely amazing. So. Okay. Well, that's it for our uh, our our uh, lesser-known categories. Now, fun fact, that is the same amount of categories, I think, as they cut out of the live show, but not the same five, which is interesting. Because who cares about cinematography, am I right? No. <laughs> not! No, why, why care Holy about fuck. how okay. the movie's filmed? So now, like, yeah, before we actually get into this, like, let's maybe get into the, to the ceremony this year. So for those of you who are not aware, there's no host. Um, there is a set time limit, so the speeches this year have to be done by a certain point, otherwise they're turning their mics off, because uh, CBS told them that if they are not done by whatever time it is, 11 o'clock, they are turning off the broadcast. So there is a very real possibility that Best Picture could not get broadcasted, even if they fucking try really hard to fit this all in. 
Holy yeah. shit. Uh, which would be an ab- absolute catastrophe. Probably be the last broadcast ever for the Oscars if that were to happen. Um, and then, uh, and then, yeah, we're, we're no host and we get to cut out some categories. Nice. Which is great. Just, yeah. Quick and, and clean, you know? Get it is that in, how get you it like out. it? Like I'm fine. I don't need I'm a five-hour ceremony. I got places to be in the morning. Let's go. Let's wrap this up before midnight. Let's let's do it. No, that's fair. I, I agree with that. Yeah. But, uh, I don't agree. It should take take three days to hand out seventeen <laughs> awards if they want. I don't care. Well, that's that's fine. Take three days, but break it up. You know, three hours a night. I don't need to watch this thing at 6 till 2 in the morning. Would you, would you be one of those guys who tunes in on the Friday night after coming home from the bar and they're doing, like, best hair and makeup and it's going to take an hour? <laughs> what else am I going to watch? I, I don't know. Eh, it seems like okay. you're pretty into this whole idea, so. Let's do it. Make it a weekend event. A weekend event. Huh. Okay. Weekend okay. at the Oscars. <laughs> I mean, it's already a weekend event. <laughs> it takes a weekend. Um, okay, so I mean, yeah, it's stupid, but cinematography was one of the ones that got cut out. Obviously, there was an uprising on the internet because, like, there was some surprises yeah. uh, as to which category they picked, but none bigger than cinematography. Because that is a, a category that some people value more than director. Yeah. And I'm not sure I'd put myself in that grouping but I can understand why people do because a cinematographer is more responsible for the actual look of the movie and the look of the movie is everything right like it might be a director's decision but the cinematographer is the one who does the work so when Schindler's List is all black and white like that's a cinematography decision it might also be a directing decision but the cinematographer is the one who pulls that off yeah they they shape the way you see the movie that is why a film is a film and to award them, they don't award them on, on TV. They, uh, which, I mean, whatever, I guess it'll make them more humble, I guess. But uh, I'm not a fan at all. It's uh, top top five category, probably top three for me. So. Okay. So, small preface here. I didn't get to eat dinner. So, for this first category, I'm going to eat. Well, the other two talk, because... I really don't care about this category because I didn't see any of these, and I know for sure you guys each saw at least one of them. Um, visual effects, which we are talking about. Avengers Infinity War. Christopher Robin, which I've never heard of. Uh, well, I've heard of Christopher Robin, but not this particular uh, Robin Hood movie. Maybe it's not even a Robin Hood movie. It's Winnie the Pooh, man. Yeah, it's... Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking of Robin Hood. Literally, yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm watching live action thing. Winnie the Pooh. All right, so it's Christopher Robin. <laughs> live action. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Uh, First Man. Yeah. Ready Player nice. One. And nice. Solo, a Star Wars Story. Nice. Uh, I will allow our guest to take the lead on this one. Okay. So, actually, I think this is the category that I've seen the most movies nice. in. Nice. Just by chance. Same. Oh, yeah? Possibly. The only one I haven't seen is uh, Robin Hood. Christopher Robin, I, for sure. I say but, you know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I was. I think everyone was a big fan of Avengers. Um, as far as visual effects go, though, I gotta say it's a toss up between First Man and Ready Player One. I was a really big fan of Ready Player One and what they did with the visual effects. They did, like. Have, did you ever see the movie? No? So they, it's half live action? I've never seen any of these movies. Oh, really? Okay. So it's half live action, and then they go into a virtual reality throughout the movie, so they're kind of switching back and forth. And it was I, I really liked it. They did a great job with it. Um, First Man was 
it was pretty incredible too, but I got to go with Ready Player One for sure. Uh, that's that's fair. Um, I, I'm going to go with the Avengers on this one. I mean, uh, this is yeah. like the Mount Everest of superhero films is what they've basically accomplished and uh, yeah, to do all the things they did and, and intertwine them with all the different you know you gotta think of all the places they went in the film so each one of those in, in, involves their own special you know effect process and uh, that's fair uh, yeah that's, that's my pick alright I uh, also voted for Avengers Infinity Sedan um, <laughs> costume design we've got uh, the Ballad of Buster Scruggs We've got Black Panther, The Favorite, Mary Poppins Returns, and again, Mary Queen of Scots for its 348th nomination all time. It's amazing that they continue to award a movie from 1978 starring Helen Mirren, the same awards. Good, but good, for, good for Helen Mirren, <laughs> good for everyone, good, good for Alexandra Byrne, who is the costume designer. Um... If it were my vote and I had a vote at the Oscars, I would vote for Black Panther. I think the favorite is going to win because I think Black Panther is going to come up incredibly empty. But I don't think it should. I just think it will. Um, so that's my vote. I am also going with the favorite for what it's worth. Uh, just one of those times. Like you could make the same argument, I guess, for Queen of Scots. Maybe. Uh, you know, I have it winning makeup I, and hair. They're I, very... I haven't seen it in 14 years, but I'm assuming it's still as good as it was the first time it came out. Yeah. So I didn't I didn't see the favorite. Um, oh, you got to do, your, to make gotta do yourself a favor, man. Yeah, I know. You're, you know. you're going to be sitting there with a blank look on your face for a few of these categories, for sure. Yeah, It I is know, the tied for the most nominations. Really? All right. It true, and Roma. True or false? Does the Oscars spell it? With the U and confuse half the people in the room. True. Maybe a bunch of Canadian guys will go up. Okay. Wait, you're asking for a prediction. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to say yes. Yes, I'm I'm assuming they'll put the correct title of the film up. Yes. Ah. Yes, for sure. Did you vote? No, I'm going to... I don't know. Uh, Ballad of Buster Scruggs was... uh, The costumes were good. I've never seen the favorite, so let's give it to the Black Panther. All right, nice, nice. The costumes. Um, okay, best original song. <laughs> Is this even a category? Is this a category? Is this a real well, question? Whatever, we'll name them off. Uh, <laughs> All of the stars from Black Panther by uh, Kendrick Lamar and Sizza, Sizzin. Nice. Uh, I'll fight from RBG, uh, written by Diane Warren and Ooh Jennifer Hudson, American Idol alumni. Uh, former Oscar nominee, I think. I think she got nominated for one. Uh, the Place Where Lost Things Go from Mary Poppins Returns by a couple guys. Uh, Shallow from A Star is Born by Lady Gaga, Mark Ronson. Huh. Yeah. Good for Mark Ronson. Anthony Rosamanuda, uh, Andrew Wyatt, and Benjamin Rice. And then we've got When a Cowboy Trades His Spurs for Wings. By David Rawlings and Jillian Welch from The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Now, if there's any justice in the world, the cowboy song wins in a fucking landslide. <laughs> but uh, I do think that Shallow, which did win a Grammy <laughs> the other night, I feel like it's going to be recognized as the best of the did, five uh, songs. Did any of the other five win a Grammy? I don't think so. I mean, I haven't heard of most of these people. 
Okay. Uh, Jennifer Hudson, I don't think, won a Grammy this year, I'm going to ah. imagine. Not not in a few years. And I don't believe Kendrick Lamar won anything. Okay. Or SZA. Or Maybe SZA. I meant the songs, not the performers. But Oh, no. None of these songs yeah. won anything. Okay. So that's, this seems like a pretty clean cut yeah. category. I mean, <laughs> the Cowboy song might have won in the polka category. I don't know how, I don't know who won in that this year, but... That weird Al was taking that. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, who's to say? But yeah, okay. So my votes, my votes for shallow. shallow. I don't know what you guys are saying, but yeah, I uh, I listen to that song all the time. <laughs> I, I love this fucking song. It's awesome. Pumped out that one at the gym sometimes yeah. with the boys. You can listen to it at the gym. You can listen to it while you're crying. You can listen to it when you're. Uh, you got a crying when playlist you're, when you're racing. Do you got a playlist for crying, or do you just kind of throw on if, whatever you're feeling? If I did, it would just be shallow over and over. And over. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I don't know what mine would be. I'd have to come back to that. Maybe Mad World by that guy. Oh yeah. You remember that song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the most that, depressing that's song ever song. written, possibly. It wouldn't it wouldn't cry because I would I wouldn't cry because I relate to it. I would cry because it is genuinely the saddest song ever known to man. Scrubs. No Scrub. scrubs or the theme song <laughs> from ABC's Scrubs. Uh, NBC? No I'm scrubs. gonna say NBC. <laughs> Both. Okay. They're both the saddest right. song ever. It's a tie. <laughs> scrubs and no scrubs. Um, best original score. Uh, we got Black Klansman, Black Panther, If Beale Street Could Talk, Isle of Dogs, or Mary Poppins Returns. I will confess I did not see Mary Poppins Returns. I think I've got the gist of it. <laughs> I kind of think it's all in the title, but uh, I could be wrong. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think she returns for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd be shocked if she didn't. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I, I I haven't seen if Beale Street could talk, so I have nothing to say on that. Or Mary Poppins. But uh, I'm going to go with Black Panther here. I know this is my second nom for Black Panther, but okay. I the score was uh, was really good. I, I it was good. All the, it's, all it, the... I will say this about uh, Black Panther. is Black Panther's not up for any awards. Because I thought this at first, maybe before I saw it. It's not up for any awards where I'm like, eh. It deserves pretty much to be where it is. It, yeah. it was actually very good. Yeah, it was. Um, it was really good movie. But, yeah. Okay, so your vote's for Black Panther. What's yours? Uh, I'm going Beale Street. Nice. Did you see it? No. I just nice. assume that they know what they're doing down in Cajun <laughs> um, land. Well, for what it's worth, uh, I mean, I'm no expert, and I also don't get an Oscar vote. Uh, I've, I've read a couple things, and it seems like if Beale Street could talk, is going to win this. I watched if Beale Street could talk. It's my vote. I think it had the best of the five. Although I do think Black Klansman was pretty good, but I also haven't seen Mary Poppins come back. So uh, I'm going to go uh, if Beale Street could talk. Production design. My vote, in a, I think a fucking landslide, but you never know is Black Panther. But I could be wrong. Right. They make a fake country <laughs> and make it look quite real, I might add. Yeah. So yeah, that's my vote. And I think it'll win. Wait, yeah. both. Rwanda is not a real country? Uh, Wakanda? Wakanda <laughs> yeah. is not that, a real country. <laughs> Rwanda is definitely <laughs> a very real place. They're there. Wait, Wakanda's not a real country? No. <laughs> oh. No. It's like in the terminal. Like, Krakosia is not real either. Oh. Victor Navorsky is from a fake country in the terminal. Okay. It's a made up fucking fairy tale land. Yep, 100%. Huh. Interesting. So, uh. your vote is now for Black Panther, I'm assuming, because we've shattered your world. 
by you finding out that all your geography uh, lessons at Heath Park School were wrong. Yeah, apparently. Thanks for nothing, teacher. I can't remember. Okay. James uh, for black. No? No, oh, I'm, I'm going first, man. Okay. Nice. And, uh... See, I have a problem with that pick on your part. How hard could it be to production design a set of a guy landing on the moon when they already did that 40 years ago? Boom. Thank you. I'll take the check. 50 years ago, I guess. Um, Mike, what's your pick? Uh, yeah, I'm really torn between Black Panther and First Man, but I feel like a lot more effort went into the Black Panther uh, production design, so I'm not, I don't have to go with that. Okay. Wait, you went for Black Panther? Yeah. Um, sound mixing. Um, Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody, First Man, Roma, and A Star is Born. Gentlemen, how about uh, Beautiful Boy? Oh, <laughs> so sorry, that's not in there. Whoops. Oh, sorry. Oops. Yeah. Huh. Uh, what? Uh, I mean, do you actually think that that should be up for that award? Or I, I liked how they did it. You okay. Know? Um, something about it gave it a real. Cool I will admit, feel. like once we really get into the heart of these awards, uh, I have some thoughts on Beautiful Boy that we're going to yeah. get to. Like we're really not getting to any of the controversial sort of awards quite yet. No, no. But. Um, I didn't notice that about Beautiful Boy, but I'm not no, saying you're I, wrong. I just didn't notice that. Yeah, just the way the way they interplayed the music with the sound and, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it was I good. I like you that. or wait, you didn't actually you didn't actually vote. No, I didn't actually vote. Um, I didn't go with uh, well. I'm gonna go with First Man. Okay, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay, First Man for Wern. Bohemian Rhapsody for James. Uh, I will go with A Star is Born. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, sound editing. We will go uh, Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody, First Man, A Quiet Place, or Roma. I'm going back to back with Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay. Fair. Clean sweep, you know. Queen, I think. Uh, he, it's, yeah. When you're working with that kind of music, it's, uh, it all comes together. Yeah, I mean, they already won a Grammy for their sound editing, but okay. Um, Mike. Yeah, yeah. I can't give it. I can't give Bohemian Rhapsody the snub twice. I'm gonna go with them. Okay. Um, now, I didn't want to make this point about Bohemian Rhapsody's first two nominations, and I am finally. Long-awaited going to fucking take the lid off the capsule here for this next... Okay. Black Klansman. Sorry, film editing. Did you vote for sound editing? Uh, sorry, yeah, A Quiet Place. I thought I said it. Oh, A Quiet Place for sound editing. Nice. Yeah, I thought it was was great. I thought the movie was terrible, but I thought the sound editing was fantastic. (laughs) Um, Film editing. Uh, Black Klansman. We got Bohemian Rhapsody. Green Book. The Favorite. And Vice. Now, what I'm going to say about this... I have, I have a weird... This is a weird five movies to put together. Because I don't think there was anything especially interesting about Green Book's film editing. I thought it was average to below average. Right. I thought Bohemian Rhapsody, other than the live aid scene, maybe one of the worst edited movies I've ever seen in my life. Nothing to film it. Film-wise. Yeah. Not going to say sound-wise. The sound was fine. Yeah. But that was the choppiest... At least the first hour. Yeah. Was the choppiest shit... I, I have ever seen in my life. It was a really good story, 
done really badly. Have you camera. seen the clip that circulated online where there's about 11 shots of them sitting at the table eating lunch in about 12 seconds and like <laughs> the sound doesn't sync up with like any of the way that they're looking or anything? Yeah. Like it's so they recorded one soundtrack and then just threw a bunch of video on top of it for no reason because all the actors are looking really out of place and nervous. Right. Almost like they had taken shots of these guys and then realized that they needed a scene but didn't actually shoot the video for the scene and then put it into the fucking movie. <laughs> I'm sorry. What are, we, what are we doing? <laughs> um, and they'll probably win. The Black Klansman, I thought the film editing was above average. I didn't think it was great. For me, it was Vice and, and The Favorite. Yeah. And I, I think The Favorite, because The Favorite was the only Oscar-worthy film-edited movie, I thought. Because it was incredibly well done. There's nothing in it. It, through the entire two hours where you know how you watch movies and it's kind of like ooh they'll say a line and it's super awkward or like it'll switch yeah. scenes and it's kind of doesn't look right there's nothing in the favorite like that really? I, I think yeah. it's yeah no I think it's just a very clean edited movie the one movie I would say that might get snubbed here other than maybe Beautiful Boy is uh, is Roma I thought Roma was another just beautifully edited yeah. movie that gets That's no attention for in this category. And I really don't understand how Bohemian Rhapsody and Green Book, and even to an extent, I guess, Black Klansmen get there over those movies. But, um, yeah, yeah, I, I thought, I, I, basically, I'm not voting for Bohemian Rhapsody on that, on that particular <laughs> award, you don't gentlemen. Say. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 my pick's the favorite. I think, it, I think it will win, and that would be my vote. Yeah. So, uh, Really, I've only I've seen the Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, nothing like nothing crazy special for a Black Klansman like you had said, and atrociousness for Bohemian Rhapsody. And I wanted to go with Vice, but you just pumped up the favorite so hard that it is now my favorite for film editing. It's literally the favorite. It's <laughs> yeah. Jameson. Yeah, I'm, Jameson. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Black Klansman. Okay. Uh, what do we got here? Ooh, all right. We're into the we're into the heart of the order now. We're into the heart of the order. Um, cinematography. So uh, we're gonna take a quick commercial break, and uh, we'll uh, give you our results after. <laughs> um, Cold War. The favorite. Never look away, which I've never heard of. Uh, Roma, and A Star Is Born. Nice. Mike Wern. Uh, it's I'm, a, I'm going with Roma. I mean, I, I loved how that movie was shot. It was it was spectacular, to be honest. Uh, granted, I never saw Never Look Away, The Favorite, or Cold War. But, uh, yeah, hands down, Roma for me. I, uh, I'm, I'm feeling A Star is Born on this one. Um, Interesting. They had a lot, uh, a lot of tricky shots they had to get right. It was similar to, like, I, well, not similar, but more complex than like what Bohemian Rhapsody had to do with their live music shots, right? Like Starsborn had so many more live music shots, like at actual concert venues and, and stuff like that, right? And I thought they nailed a, a really good representation of what you would expect to see out of like a concert documentary type shoot. Yeah. So Starsborn, like yeah, I like it. Okay, uh, my vote would be, and my pick to win is Roma, because. As we're going to get to it, I think there's some other awards it's not going to win, and I think this is one it's going to get recognized for. Um, yeah. I, it, to me, like, I think 
probably the right five awards or far, right five movies are up for this. Yeah. Like, again, I didn't see Never Look Away. I'm not even familiar with it. But the other four deserve to be there. Because just, again, we didn't see Cold War. But just judging by the trailers, that looks spectacular. Yeah. Um, the favorite is, let me tell you, the cinema... Like, argue... Fuck, now I'm thinking about the cinematography in that movie. Shit. Yeah, he's coming over. Shit. <laughs> it's pretty good. Like, it's a really well-shot movie. I think, I think, like, the script is very good, and again, we're going to get there, but... Uh, the shot that like it's the shooting of the movie is really good it is a movie that as we go through the next you know seven or eight categories i think we're going to really start to learn maybe why it deserves to be there because i think there are some other movies that maybe don't i don't know I'm, but my vote's roma I, I i go for roma yeah yeah cinematography in roma is the only reason why i didn't shut the movie off after an hour to be completely honest. yeah i was telling james i don't know about an hour but first 20 minutes i was really like oh should i yeah should i keep this on like is this really going to get interesting and i had to google the plot because i had because i I didn't i I legitimately i legitimately didn't know what it was about so i yeah i had to google the plot i see a couple things and i'm like a couple minutes away from it getting interesting i'm like okay so just a little background what's it about for, for, for listeners of the podcast uh, the the bartender right now has been posed a question by a pair of gentlemen uh, on how many Nick Cage films she can name. So uh, she's at two. <laughs> Nick Cage, fan of the podcast. If she comes back this way, I'll name her another 12 fucking Nick Cage's movies if she wants. I, th- I think she thinks she's not supposed to come over here. Mm. I think. I'm getting mighty thirsty. Because, yeah. Should we take a drink break? Because we're getting yeah. into the heart of the order here. Yeah, so. yeah we need some. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The thick of it now. The the we're in the corners. We're we're in the the milkshake of the of the podcast. Don't drink us, folks. <laughs> I drink. Um, okay. Best original screenplay. Uh, your nominees are the favorite by Deborah Davis and Tony McNamara. <laughs> Every time I hear the last name McNamara. All I can think of is the John Mulaney bit with the uh, the house party at the principal's son's house, and so Jake like Ms. McNamara. Jake McNamara's house, yeah. And Mr. McNamara was an asshole, and he decided one weekend he was going to leave town, which you should never do if you're an asshole. And then they have you ever heard? You've never seen this? And then no. they just the, the kids basically trash the house, like just absolutely go to town on this fucking house. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a great it's a great uh, stand up special if you've never seen it. John Mulaney, new in town. From 2012, I think. John new in town. Uh, yeah, so the favorite. Uh, first reform by Paul Schrader. Green Book by Nick Vallelonga, Brian Curry, Peter Farelli. We got Roma by Alfonso Cuaron. And Vice by Adam McKay. Uh, very good screenwriters in that category. What, uh, what are our thoughts, gentlemen? I'm going with the favorite. Um, oh, I thought that... Fuck, the favorite is a misleading title, right? Like I thought, like, I thought he was gonna be. Like, I'm going with the favorite. I'm going with Roma. Yeah. Like, the fi- wait, though, the favorite is a movie, right? Uh, okay. It's a confusing year, folks. Okay. Yeah, I'm going with the favorite. See, they did that on purpose, I think. Now I know you haven't seen the movie, so is there a reason? Uh, I just think it's gonna get snubbed for some uh, upcoming awards, and I, I think that this is kind of one that it's just gonna kind of end up with. Okay. As a consolation, nice. Michael Warren. Uh, yeah, I'm also going with the favorite. Um, like like James, I've never seen it. But um, I saw the trailer. Okay. And I liked what I saw there. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Good think, trailer. I don't. They yeah, should great, have an Oscar. They should have an Academy Award for best movie trailer. Best trailer. They should. 
Uh, like I said, Mandy. <laughs> that <laughs> oh, yeah. that sold a lot of tickets that it probably didn't deserve Which, to. May I point out, <laughs> received zero Oscar nominations. Yeah, an outcry right. really uh, after the initially predicted one or two that it had out of the gate. Uh, it quickly faded once all those people who predicted would win an Oscar uh, saw the movie. How, how do you not get that makeup and hair? Like, come on, yeah. honest, honest Blood, to God, I'm not effects. even kidding when I say. If the movie weren't so fucking bizarre, cinematography. Yeah, sure. It is one of the most incredibly shot movies I've ever seen. All right. It's also a hilarious script. We're forgetting about Nick Cage, uh, lead actor, Oscar. True. Well, I mean, that's... that's, We'll get to that when we get to the snubs later, but... uh, Yeah, I'm sorry. You guys both said the favorite? Yeah. Yeah, I went with the favorite. Okay. Uh, I am also going with the favorite. And being the only worst, only person who's seen the movie, I'm going to explain why this is going to win. Not, uh, not would be my vote. It is going to win. Um, the favorite is one of those unique movies. I don't have anything to compare it to, other than the fact that a it's about a, a, que- a queenship and royalty, and b it's a period piece. I've never seen anything like this movie in my life, though. Um, there are a lot of there are a lot of illusions. Like there are a lot of um, there are, there are a lot of, there's a lot of use of words that are not slang terms from the 1700s, like language that is current, and and that's what is so interesting to me is because they're not like there are words that are I can't think of one specifically, but there are words that are not based off past slang terms or used to be used in the 1700s. They're literally slang terms that we use today. And what it is, it's a movie that's very clearly in 1709 or whatever it is. But at the same time, it 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 makes no attempt to be that way other than the way it appears. Hmm. And it's very fascinating. Again, there is no comparable movie, I think, that I've ever seen to it. Not in the sense that there's nothing as good, but in the sense I've never seen anything like it. And I've never seen a movie where the characters converse the way they do. It is a fascinating story and uh, for sure I think it's best original screenplay by a lot in my opinion yeah. I downloaded it about an hour too late to, to get it uh, viewing in before we recorded so I'm excited to watch it uh, later when I have a life definitely do yourself <laughs> a favor because it is maybe on your uh, your plane ride that I guess you're going to be on while this episode comes out gotta watch something <laughs> um, what do we got best adapted screenplay We've got uh, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, Joel and Ethan Cohen. we got Black Klansman, Charlie Wachtel, David Rabinowitz, uh, Kevin Wilmot, Spike Lee. Can You Ever Forgive Me by Nicole Holofcener and Jeff Witte. Uh, if Beale Street Could Talk, Barry Jenkins. And uh, A Star is Born, Eric Roth, Bradley Cooper, Will Fetters. Gentlemen. I... I'm going to do what you usually do. I'm going to say what I think is going to win and then what I would pick to win. Sure. I think A Star is Born is, Star is, Born is going to win it, but I'm voting for Black Klansman. Okay. I as well am going with Black Klansman. Your vote and will win? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm all in. Yeah, okay. I, nice. I, I'm, I know what's best for the Academy. Oh, <laughs> we're we're, we're we haven't even fucking opened up that jar yet. Don't wait till we get to the best picture debate because I've got a, lot, a couple <laughs> things to say. But um, okay, well, I'm I'm gonna go similar route as Mike. I, I definitely think A Star Is Born is going to win, uh, and I'm not saying it shouldn't. My vote would be uh, if Beale Street could talk, 
because uh, as we're going to get to, I think it is the movie that definitely got the biggest snub for Best Picture, but uh, it is what it is. Uh, Barry Jenkins did a hell of a job with that movie, with that book, which is a beautifully written book as it is. But, uh, yeah. Definitely, don't get me wrong, though. i got to say this. Every award where I don't vote for Black Klansman, which has been every single one, I'm pretty sure, so far, I want to vote for Black Klansman. (laughs) Like, don't get me wrong. I fucking love that movie. It was great. It was unreal. Uh, But c'est la vie. Now we get to uh, (laughs) Best Director, which um, I... I grappled with this one quite a bit. And and it's tough because there's an unknown in there. And so we'll get there. So for the best director, we're looking at Spike Lee, Black Klansman. Uh, Pavel Pavlik... I'm going to say... I'm going to say Polakovsky. Polakovsky? I'm going to say Polakovsky. Pavlikowski. Pavlikowski? I don't know. I guess we'll find out on uh, the 24th (laughs) for Cold War. Uh, We got... Oh, another one. Yorgos Land... Lanthimos, Yorgos Lanthimos, for the favorite. We got Alfonso Coron for Roma, and Adam McKay, which is an easy one. I almost said Adam McQuaid <laughs> of the of the New York Rangers. Is this thing on? Yeah. Well, <laughs> welcome to Laced Up, a hockey podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going Spike Lee. Okay. Spike is back. All in. Spike is, All in. is back. back. Fuck. Has he ever won that? I don't think he's ever won no. Best Director even. He's, so he's not even back. He's here. He's he finally arrived. He went away yeah. for so long. And oh, now he's back God, at the Academy. True. Here we are. Man. Without skipping a how, how many awards do you have Black Klansman winning? Two? you got to be up to like Three? six now, I think. No? Like, that's going to be the winningest movie of all time. They're going to sweep the Oscars. Three. I got three. Okay. So, you got, yeah. Spike Lee. Who do you got? Uh, yeah, this is a tough one. I, uh... Especially, I haven't seen the favorite and the unknown of the Cold War. There, that's that's also very tough. But I don't know. I'm really grappling between Roma and Black Klansman. You've got a lot of old white men on this academy, which you have to remember. So first off, that cancels out Black Klansman and Roma, and secondly, (laughs) it means that they're probably related to someone in Cold War. <laughs> well, let's put it this way. If, or if the we, favorite for that. We also have to take into consideration who may be presenting the award because you can't even pronounce half these names. So they might just give it to Adam right. McKay oh, on default. Oh, God. Yeah. And the best person is if they do last year's winner, it's Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> <laughs> even better, give it one Mexican to another. That'd yeah. be unbelievable. <laughs> he'll uh, like, struggle for like a good 40 seconds on the first four. Oh, Alfonso Colón. And then he'll go on. Adam McKay. Adam McKay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to... All right. I'm going with Roma. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think Roma will win, and it would be my vote to win. Um, yeah. I think the, the the underrated quality about that movie is that you have to look at the fact that, A, there's an actress nominated that we'll get to for Best Lead Actress, but um, who's never acted before, who is now nominated for Best Lead Actress... And to me, Alfonso Coron gets something out of her that I'm not sure a lot of other directors get out of her, um, because for a lot of the movie, and I will, because I'm not afraid to say speak this. Spanish. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Um, for a lot of the movie, though, I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, how did she get nominated? And the movie gets to a certain point where it kind of flips, and it's like, holy right away. fuck, like, she's going to win. <laughs> not not yeah. necessarily, but, like, I'm watching it, and I'm like, I'm blown away after a certain point. So it really takes two turns, but 
Um, for me, that's just one of many things that he does with this movie that's just fascinating. And I think Alfonso Cuaron wins it. He's a former winner, I believe, of the award. I can't remember if he won for Gravity or Children of Men, but I'm pretty sure he's won. So, yeah. Great. Uh, my, so my vote's Koran. Um Okay. Koran. We're into, we're into the five. We're into the, the five biggies now. These are the big ones, okay? It's time for the shootout. This is what... Uh, this is what... Uh, Dreams are made of. Kings are made of. Dreams are built on. Stars are born from. <laughs> Stars are... If This is what Beale Street talks about. <laughs> this is what's behind Eternity's Gate. Boom. Got it. Nice. There it is. There These it is. These are the favorites. There you go. Should we, should we have clapping now? And I'll, I'll do it like it's an Oscar performance. Like Amy Adams for Vice. No, I'll just I'll put <laughs> clapping in there. Um, for best Supporting Actress, Amy Adams for Vice. So she's the winner, obviously. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Marina Datariva for Roma. We got Regina King for If Beale Street Could Talk, Emma Stone for The Favorite, and I, to this day, don't know how to say it. I'm going to say Rachel Vish. Vish. I think it's a Weiss. I don't, whatever it yeah. is, she's a phenomenal actress. I don't even know how to say her name. I love her. Doesn't I, even matter. I love her. She's phenomenal. I don't know how to say her name. Uh, anyway. Amy Adams. Really? Nice. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Left field. As this second is, lady Lynn Cheney. This is one of nice. the first years where I think Amy Adams would be the underdog in this category. Like, I really, I mean, like in my opinion, she's the least spectacular of the five in, in her movie. But more so, like, everything I've read, she, like, has no shot. But it is Amy Adams. Nice. <laughs> so very likely the other, you know, members of the Academy have never seen these movies, and they'll just give Amy Adams yeah, the think, award uh, like they do every year. I think the favorite, you know, the, the, the favorite ladies knock each other out. You know, it's it's a it's a moot point. I mean, there. they literally right. do do that in the movie, but yeah, <laughs> nice. And uh, yeah, Regina King. You know, I just I don't, I don't see it coming out of her. So <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, I got I got some news for you. Uh, apparently, this is the one award that I've read online uh, is a is a lock. For Regina King is going to win if Bill Street could talk. Listen, she 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 is a phenomenal actress that has never really gotten a lot of recognition, mostly because she doesn't do a ton of roles. Um, She is unbelievable in this movie and steals steals the show of an ensemble cast where everyone is spectacular. Um, For me, I would vote for, and she is going to win. Yeah, yeah. I do love me some Regina King, for sure. Is, but, is uh, that your pick? No, sir. Okay. Well, maybe. I haven't made up my mind yet. Okay, well, the clock is a ticking. All right. Beale Street is a talking. I'm going to go with uh, Rachel Weiss. Wow, okay. Weiss. It's Rachel Weiss. <laughs> I don't think it is. I think it's a V. I thought it was a V. On, on the enunciation. I've heard it pronounced as a Weiss? V. I just can't remember if it was Vish or Weiss or Vish or Visser. What nationality is she? <laughs> uh, British. Which makes it harder. Oh, it's wise. Yeah, it's, it's really <laughs> That's the thing, though. I don't know. Like, she's from England, but I don't know if her family's from England. Okay, that's uh, fair. I can't imagine with the name spelt that way. But Sounds anyway. German. Uh, possibly. Polish. She's actually uh, in Cold War. Uh, best Supporting Actor. We've got Mahershala Ali, two years removed from his Oscar-winning performance in Moonlight. Um, Adam Driver for Black Klansman. I think we know James's vote. Uh, Sam Elliott for A Star Is Born, Richard E. Grant for Can You Ever Forgive Me, and Sam Rockwell 
for Vice, the last de- year's the winner. The defending champ. The defending champion. Uh, there will be no repeat. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine. I cannot. Did you Did you end up watching Vice? I can't remember. You, no, had, you didn't, no, I, did. I didn't. Fucking, uh, all right. So here's, here's something that I know you're going to agree with, although you don't know half of what I'm talking about. Okay. Timothy Chalamet is fucking robbed in this category because Sam Rockwell gave... One of the worst performances I've ever seen to get nominated for an Academy Award. Bad Bush. <laughs> Underwhelming at best. Underwhelming at best. I love Sam Rockwell. It wasn't yeah, great. Me too. Wasn't great. Wasn't my cup of tea. And just because Sam Rockwell is Sam Rockwell, we don't need to give him the fucking role. Uh, yeah. But what Adam McKay tried to do was go a complete star power lineup, which succeeded in points. But Sam Rockwell was not the right fucking choice for this role. Yeah. So. Uh, my vote is not Sam Rockwell, but uh, I would argue Timothy Chalamet extremely robbed of a, of a nomination in this award. Um, yeah, I don't know yeah. who they pissed off not to get nominated. I, I, at I least don't that. know. I don't know. I think there are more snubs in another category, which I'll get to in a bit. But um, Timothy Chalamet, the first couple minutes, I'm like, because I'm not a big fan of his. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna yeah, say that which, I don't know. he won me over in that movie, though, for sure, because he, he him, he's he phenomenal. Not, I, I, did I even sad. say for Beautiful Boy? Did I even mention the movie yet? No. Beautiful no, Boy. No. That's what he got nominated, or what he should have been nominated for, for those of you who don't know. And if you haven't seen Beautiful Boy, uh, do yourself a favor, because the guy sitting across the table from me, Mike Wern, told me to watch this movie. Yep. And let me tell you, it got fucking robbed of a few things. <laughs> that is for sure one that it got nominated for. I would yeah. even argue Best Adapted Screenplay. For sure. It could have been in there, but uh, still. Fantastic. Yeah, really great movie. Sad, and I guess director, here. too, but... Sound editing or mixing. What Sound editing. Mixing? So it could have gotten about mixing. five easily. Yeah. Film editing. Yeah. There's six. This could have been. <laughs> this could have. Everything. This could have been like literally the favorite. Yeah. <laughs> like it could be in the favorite <laughs> shoes this year. Yeah. yeah. But anyway. Um, but no such luck. Did anyone vote yet? Uh, no. I kind of blacked out there about that uh, <laughs> that whole thing. So. Okay, I'll go first. Um, I think Mahershal Ali is going to win. My vote would be for Richard E. Grant and Can You Ever Forgive Me? Now, here's a fun fact. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Richard E. Grant, but he's a pretty big-name actor. And never before have I looked up an actor's filmography, someone of this stature, who's been in this many films with as many actors as I've heard of, and this is the first time I've ever watched this man act. And I feel like I might need to go back and watch some of his films Right. He is unbelievable in this movie because I will say this: as much as I didn't love Sam Rockwell in Vice, the other four are phenomenal in their movies. Sam Elliott does. Okay. Uh, it was really hard for me not to also say I would vote for Sam Elliott. Adam Driver is brilliant in a Black Klansman. Like he he is so good in that movie. I mean, granted he's Adam Driver and plays Adam True. Driver, but like whatever, you know <laughs> what I mean? He does a phenomenal job of what he does. He's good at being uh, himself, you know. Yeah, true. Yeah. And Mahershala Ali is one of the best actors on the yeah, planet, yeah. so what are you going to do? He's the, there's a very good chance he could go down to be like the next Denzel Washington or like the male Meryl Streep because like he is just unbelievable. Like he, he's going to win tons of awards for True Detective. I don't know if you guys have watched this this yet. No, I the new season of True Detective. Yeah, like he's ridiculous. HBO, it? isn't it? It's on HBO and yeah. it's uh, on Crave TV as well. But anyway, I'll let you guys talk because I, I talk. Richard E. Grant would be my vote, but Mahershala is going to win. I'm going Mahershala. Wonder if that's his nickname, Mahershala. Mahershala. Yeah, Mash. <laughs> just get rid of Mash. Mash. Ooh, shit! I'd call him Mash. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, let's make hey, some. Mash. <laughs> Can you please not call me that? <laughs> I don't know what you're doing with this nickname that you keep calling me. Yeah, let's uh, let's make some mashed potatoes. I'm, <laughs> I'm going for mash too. <laughs> All right, Mike Warren. So it's a clean sweep for mash. Nice, I guess Dude. on that one. I am shocked you didn't vote Adam Driver just out of principle. <laughs> All in. <laughs> um, yeah, fucking Adam Driver. No, yeah. <laughs> best lead actress. Uh, it's a big one. Yeah. Who the fuck won last year? Uh, oh shit, Francis McDormand won last oh. year. Okay. We keep forgetting about three billboards. Huge shoes to fill in this category Yikes. for this for the best lead actress. Last year, legend Francis McDormand. Yeah. This year, it was going to be one of these five. You've got Yalitza Arparicio for Roma. Glenn Close for The Wife. Olivia Coleman for The Favorite. Lady Gaga feels weird saying a stage name for a, for a Star is Born. Melissa McCarthy. Can you ever forgive me? Did you guys see that? Yes. Good? Yes. Nice. It will come up when we talk Best Picture. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Uh, I'm, I see. I'm going uh, Yalitza Aparicio. Nice. Interesting choice for a movie you did not see. <laughs> I feel that this is... Uh, did you see any of these five? Oh, no, you saw Star is Born. I did. I did. Okay. Thank you. Did you say she had never acted before? Yeah, it's her first film. Not like feature film. It's her first film. Yeah. At all. Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yalitza. Yeah, I'm giving she it. Maybe I'm took, giving it to maybe, Yalitza, maybe took some sure. drama classes. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Um, Glenn Close is going to win. Because it's going to be a lifetime achievement sort of thing, and they're just going to give it to Glenn Close because Glenn Close deserves an Oscar. In a year where, not to disparage any of these performances, it's a year they can get away with it, I think, because I don't think there was anyone super amazing. Other than my vote, which is Olivia Coleman for the favorite, because I think, hands down, she was the best, although I'm willing to give some leeway there and maybe understand why people didn't uh she she's a bitch in that movie and she does a great job at it uh big fan big fan not really familiar with her uh but i will be watching more of her movies because i'm a big fan of what she did in that movie uh but i think glenn close is gonna win Hmm. i hope not also glenn close (laughs) was very good in the wife but eh. yeah i'm not a huge glenn close guy so she's good no she's good she's a poor man's meryl streep oh boy I'll say that's, it here. That's a good way to put I'll it. I'll say wow. it here. You heard it here first. Like it's a prediction. Like she's going to be named Poor Man's Meryl Streep this year or something. Come and get your Oscar. Yeah, come and get your Oscar. <laughs> um, lead actor. We've got Christian Bale for Vice. Bradley Cooper, A Star is Born. Willem Dafoe, At Eternity's Gate. Rami Malek. Bohemian Rhapsody and Vigo Mortensen for a history of uh, I mean sorry Green Book <laughs> well, uh, Gentle Sirs I really respect what Christian Bale did in Vice like how much weight did that guy put on for that film I believe it was 60 pounds 60 pounds which is not a healthy amount no and it to put on in the amount of time healthy. yeah <laughs> Considering you see him in Batman and he is shredded. 
Yeah. yeah, here's my problem with that is is like if if your goal is to just put on like 60 pounds of weight, yeah, to try to make yourself look like Chevy Chase, maybe just hire Chevy Chase to <laughs> play the role, you know, at that point. But no, know, that's very fair. I don't, you know, I don't understand now, why they make. It although I disagree that. with the fact that you're disparaging what he did. I will say I would pay very good money to see Chevy Chase play Dick Cheney. Take, Take all on. of my money now, please. Sure. We got to the point in the film where like Christian Bale was now an old man. Yeah. That was Chevy Chase on screen. I don't really. That's that's who they model that after. Okay. Sir the President's on line one. Who? <laughs> Chevy Chase in Vice. Uh, anyways, I'm going Bradley Cooper as Star is born. Interesting. Yeah. And I'm Okay. Hot take. That that is a hot take, but okay. <laughs> I mean, he does a good job playing himself. Oh, he does a good is, job. Yeah, he does fair. a good job. Yeah, Don't he, get me wrong. I just you think had, he played himself? Yeah, just a drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant the rock star part of it. Okay. Is he? Is Bradley Cooper a drunk? I hope so. I've never heard of that. I'm not too sure. I can't no see that. Huh? He seems like. Uh, he seems like someone who can party. But I mean, like. Not spiraling down. Fuck. Anyway, he does. He oh, never mind. He's my vote. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. He does a good job, though. I'll give him that. Yeah. I'm going Vigo. Vigo. Vigo Mortensen. Let's do it. Another interesting one. Let's do it. Okay. Is there uh, is there a thought process behind either of your? Do Do we actually have reasons here? Well, I'm, I'm never mind. Let me rephrase that. Do we have specific reasons here? Actually made it sound like you guys are idiots. <laughs> Do we have? Are we just you guys actually, you guys actually still just yes, paying attention? You even? Talk, like, are you guys listening to what you're saying? Yeah. Uh, well, my my reasoning here is, um, you know, I didn't see Vice. I didn't see Out Attorney's Gate. I didn't see Green Book. <laughs> I did see Bohemian Rhapsody. And Rami Malek does a good job, but uh, he doesn't really draw me in quite as well as uh, Bradley Cooper did. So that's, All right. that's my here's, reason here's, there. here's how I'm going to phrase mine. Okay? Sure. Rami Malek was shit. Yeah. William Defoe is shit. Bradley Cooper played shit. And uh, Christian Bale looked like shit. So I'm, <laughs> I'm just going with video on this one. It's the award of shit. Yeah. You're going to need to defend a, a, a perspective there. How is Willem Defoe shit? I don't like him. Okay. Yeah. Not at all? No. In any, in any no. films? That's a weird thing I've never heard said before. That's a hot take. He does play uh, assholes. So, I mean, it's it's like possible green... to just see enough of him do mean things where it's like a, a subconscious thing where you don't like the guy anymore. Possibly. It's the possible. Green, never really liked him. The Green Goblin. Never saw anything. Yeah, I, I don't know. Okay. There you I'm go. Trying, I'm trying to think if he's ever won. Defoe? No, uh, what's his face? Mortensen. No, I don't think so. Really? He's never won. No Lord of the Rings? Uh, I thought he won for A History of Violence, and he was not even nominated. Hmm. Capote won that year, so I should have remembered that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So I had an issue with this one. Is I know who my vote is for sure, like who I think the best of the five is. Is I thought it was Christian Bale. Hands down, I think the best performance of his career. And really? I think arguably one of the best acting performances I've ever seen in my life. The entire movie, I forget it's Christian Bale. When Christian right. Bale is literally the only reason I turned the movie on. 
Yeah. I, I only watched it because he's in it. I watched because it got nominated for this shit, and I had to watch it. But like, if it didn't get nominated for anything, I would have still watched it because Christian Bale's in it. Because I'm just yeah, he's probably my favorite actor. Yeah, no, he's, um, he's a legend. What I will say about this is, I have a hard time believing Rami Malek's going to win. Although people seem to think he will. I have a hard time believing Christian Bale doesn't win, although people seem to think he won't. And I don't think any of the other three are even worth an Academy Award nomination in a year where Steve Carell, Ethan Hawke, and John David Johnson, or John, John David Johnson, John David Washington, the son of Denzel Washington, a good Academy Award winning boy, got robbed of nominations. Ethan Hawke for sure. Steve Carell and John David Washington, I sort of get. Yeah. But I think Ethan Hawke, with likely the best performance of his career, and he's an Academy Award winning person, deserves yeah. at least a nomination in a year where he's deserved, where he's not been nominated in every fucking major award show there is. He got nominated for everything. Steve Carell was in Beautiful Boy as well. Oh. He's a lead actor. Yeah, he, he did a great job. He's good. I get why he doesn't get it, but I, yeah. I think he did a better job than the other three. Um, Willem Dafoe does a good job, but I mean, he's just, he's Vincent Van Gogh. He just kind of loses his mind and cuts his ear off, you know? Bradley Cooper just plays a slightly drunker version of himself that learned how to sing and is a little quieter for some reason. Uh, and then Viggo Mortensen is uh, himself, but Italian. <laughs> Very good, though. Mamma mia. Like, he, he's, he's, I'll give it. Yeah, exactly. Can't wait for next week's, like, intro. Just. Oh man, talk radio, <laughs> Mamma Mia! <laughs> just right into it, and here we go. Sure, I can I can try to edit that. Just if Mike Warren, Mamma Mia! <laughs> if I can tr- if I can cut Mike Warren saying Mamma Mia and put it in between the talk radio and the soundbite every week, I will. I'll do what I can. I'll I'll do my best. Um, so. Uh, my vote is Christian Bale. My prediction, like I really didn't even think of one. I, I guess I'm gonna go with Christian Bale and just stand behind my choice, Homer. But yeah, Homer. sure, sure. But uh, I think there are three guys that got robbed, and I really, as we get to Best Picture, uh, I will continue my theme of I really don't know what these people are fucking thinking that have this spot on the Academy. But if they want to give theirs up, I will gladly take it. I don't know what you have to do. Yeah. Sign some papers and take like a weekend course. I'll do it. Like I'll go to the fucking Ramada in downtown Cincinnati and sit through like a academy course and just I get think, my academy uh, license. I think you need to have Alzheimer's to be on. Ooh, that's also possible. Yeah. I'm also not that white. True. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm, you know, by definition I'm white, but by appearance I would be misleading. <laughs> my uh, my. My history class today taught me that uh, money whitens people. So if you just maybe come into a little bit of jump change, how does it whiten people? You can. I don't disagree. I'm just. You can buy class. It's a a Latin American. So to be a high class person, you're is a white trait. There, there's a a, a belief in in Latin America that if you have wealth, you are white. You can be the blackest person in the room. Really. If you have wealth, you are white. First off, that's no way to approach it. And secondly, I'm not a member of Latin America, so I don't have to agree with that thought. But right, fair enough. Are you a member of Latin America? No. What, 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 what are your ethnicities? Uh, what is what is Wern? Just British? British. British. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of Werns in Aussie land. Uh, Boring. You know my Ugh. mom. My mom's Italian. So we're Oh, nice. Yeah. Mm. Made in Spiscacci. Mamma mia. 
Biscotti. Biscotti. Oh. Um, okay. So, so this, this is, is what this is. If you're wondering why this podcast episode's ten and a half hours long, it's because uh, we had to talk about this last award for nine and a half hours. Um, best picture. This is kind of your uh, your home run of the night. If you're not familiar with the Oscars, which if you're not, I'm not really sure how you're still listening to this episode. Yeah, you've come a long way. Yeah, it's uh, welcome. Welcome to the show. It's just as much not fun as it sounds like. Um, best picture. Your nominees are Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Green Book, Roma, A Star is Born, and Vice. Now, what I will say is the Academy did a very good job by upping the amount of nominees when they did so about 10 years ago. There's no reason that they should feel to adhere to the minimum nine or eight nominations anymore, though. Because three of these movies are are worse than almost any movie that I've seen that's been nominated for Best Picture. Ever. I don't know why they just didn't do five and pick, like, the five that they think are the best or, like, six. Like... They're just—they're being nice to a couple of these movies and trying to draw people in to watch the broadcast. It's clear to me now that they're really just trying to just get the ratings up any way they can. And it's a, the they're kind of—they're—I get it, but they're throwing—I mean, that's not what this—the foundation of this award show is built on. But like, a that's why they're cutting awards out, and b that's why you're seeing movies that aren't typically as good as anything else they're sellouts man. yeah I, I, I just don't get it um I'll have another beer sure please uh, thank you thank you what what's up scary no I hear dripping back here now oh god oh, oh no there's an echo it might just be so <laughs> much there that you're Probably. just hearing it but uh, the people who are, are unfortunately not here with us, uh, there is some leakage at the dis, at the Da Vinci Sports Center and Entertainment Center. Are we going to lose the death, Bruce? I think we're okay. I wouldn't know what else to do. That was... I can just add it in a drip. Uh, <laughs> just edit that uh, scene of Cameron from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Just Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I, I feel like they're throwing... like Every year they're throwing some awards a bone. Because yeah. you know, like, every year there's always two or three where it's just like, there's no shot in hell. So, like, they arguably don't need to do this most years. The reason they did this, and I'll have to look it up, but it was like, I think it was 2009, there was like, it was an unbelievable year for movies, and it was just like, they kind of, you know, threw some awards a bone. And they wanted to, like, nominate a uh, an animated picture, because they've never done that before, so Up got a nomination. And or, well, because they'd done it before, but it, like they felt that this movie would not ordinarily make the five, so they kind of upped it so that way, literally up would get in. And also, they used to do it a hundred million years ago, so they kind of like threw it back to the way it used to be. Um, but it's not necessarily necessary anymore. It was two thousand and nine. It was the Hurt Locker, Avatar, The Blind Side, District Nine. It probably didn't need to happen. Uh, an education, inglorious bastards, precious, a serious man, up and up in the air. So you had a year where it was really difficult to kind of weed through who was going to be the five, because I think a lot of those movies are similar. Um, the Hurt Locker, obviously, being by far the best of like the three movies, but uh, or the three movies of the million that are there. Um, 
Thanks, Skip. I forgot that was open, even though she just opened it. So I grabbed it thinking it was still almost spilt it all over my laptop. Bye bye. Bye bye an hour and a half of work. Light beer, heavy beer. Light beer, heavy beer. That's for our problems. <laughs> was that from Ready Player One that I didn't see? Was that a was that a in yeah. was that an infinity war joke? Sure. <laughs> no? Okay. I wish um, it was. So yeah, my point is that I don't think it was necessarily a it needed to be done this year because I just like I think there are movies here in a few years we're going to look back on this year and be like my god how bad were some of these fucking movies that like you know what I mean it's kind of like a Black Panther one best picture or something you know what I mean like oh god you know don't get me wrong I'm like I'm. it was way better than I was expecting yeah I, and it I is really good yeah but but it's not. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the idea of the award show is split, you're supposed to nominate the best of the year, right? Yeah. And if, if Black Panther's, like, if there's a bunch of shit out this year, then so be it. Can You Ever Forgive Me is a better movie than, like, a lot of the movies nominated here. If Beale Street Could Talk is definitely a better movie than a lot of these ones nominated here. You could have even put Cold War in there. Beautiful Boy. Beautiful Boy. <clears throat> like, it's not like it was a movie, or it was not like it was a year where there's nothing else to nominate. Yeah. But, to me... I don't understand. Like, I, I really enjoyed Green Book. It's not a Best Picture nominee, I don't think. It was No. It was just an average movie. Like, it's just average. Same thing, Bohemian Rhapsody. It's just like for the... It's just a movie we've seen a million times, but with a different plot. Right. There was nothing special about these movies, really. Well, the ending was good. I'll give, yeah, I'll, give Bohemian, I'll give Bohemian Rhapsody the last... I'll give Bohemian Rhapsody about 18 of its final 25 minutes, because yeah. even... yeah. I actually rewatched that last 20 minutes. I'm like, fuck, that was awesome. I had to yeah. go back and watch it again. Yeah, that's fair. But uh, the rest well, of it. It was, like 8 a, it was like 8 a.m. and you had to be at work, so you're like, I'm going to go to bed no. right now. No. So uh, <laughs> what, are we, what are we thinking here? Like, It's going to go to like Black Panther, but they're going to say Black Klansman by accident. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, um, that's a thing, that right? That would be yeah. I, I would I would say that. But the chances of them having a human presenting the award is pretty low. It's going to be a robot, and they'll never get it wrong. That's like 2009. And the winner is... Up... In the air. <laughs> yeah, luckily it didn't have to be either of those yeah, movies. Yeah. You, you avoided disaster. Yeah. Yeah, now, that opens up an interesting case. Would Up in the Air have won in any other year? <laughs> Had it not been nominated against such a challenging uh, word... Coincidence. We can't do this. It'll cause Warren Beatty's got his thumb on the fucking in the air part. Oh, that 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 picture movie. Oh, that was great. The balloon movie. The movie with the balloon. Uh, Up was a great film. It was a great. Movie. Up was a yeah. great movie. So anyway, we're talking. This is our ten year recap episode. Yeah, <laughs> ten years ago today, Up should have won. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. You know it should have. My vote is the favorite of the movies nominated. Although, I will admit that I sat here for about... I I mean, I was doing other things, but I had my laptop open trying to decide if I were on the Academy, if I would vote for the favorite or Black Klansman. And until yesterday, when I really, really thought about it, I probably would have said Black Klansman. But I would say the favorite is the superior movie, although it's close. Because Black Klansman was just 
awesome. Yeah. But my vote would be the favorite. I think Roma is going to win. I think there's clearly an affinity for Alfonso Caron within the academy. And I think... I think it's it's grown a lot of steam over the last month. I think it's it's caught a lot of caught a lot of fire, and I I I think it might win, but I wouldn't be shocked. I, I mean, I would still say the favorite. So I think it's between those two, but yeah. fuck, who knows? Because it's such a topsy turvy fucking year. So what was the what was the straw that broke the camel's horse where you picked the favorite over Black Cross? <laughs> the camel's horse. Did I say the camel's horse? <laughs> Hump. The cam- the camel's hump. Do camels own horses? <laughs> Is there like some I'd sort of an interspecies slave ship going on there? <laughs> I'd like to meet a camel that owns a horse. The strongest laboring animal. Twenty twenty one from director Rob Schneider. <laughs> the straw that broke the camel's horse. Nominated for fourteen Academy Awards. <laughs> Fuck. Potentially. Featuring. Michael Sierra as the horse. Oh my god! <laughs> um, if you could just just get off my back, like I feel like this would probably go a lot smoother. <laughs> we probably don't need to be up there. Melissa McCarthy as the camel. <laughs> Will you just shut the fuck up, string bean? <laughs> this, this, this has to be. A this movie. might be a movie. <laughs> to be honest with you. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I would watch Do you think that. Rob Schneider's not doing anything? I'll call him and see what he wants to <laughs> fucking see what he's saying about this. Holy man! Uh, well, so what do you guys think? You guys, I, I ranted. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, the the straw that broke the camel's horse <laughs> yeah. was that. Um, it was literally what I was saying though about best original screenplay, and where I don't think I've ever seen a movie like The Favorite. And it's not to nominate the most unique film, but I think. It tried to do something incredibly different, and it more than pulled it off. Um, there is no point where, the, if, the, if you watch the favorite, you're going to get bored of the favorite. Um, and it's got a pretty, pretty boring idea to it. But it, like, it, 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 it captivates you from beginning to end, and I think that's what a movie should do. And I think it did the best job of all the movies that I saw, because there was no movie I saw this year that was quite as interesting. Uh, like even Roma, Roma, I got bored of. Black Klansman. You know, there were points where it was kind of—I uh, don't know what the word would be. It was kind of not all that captivating at moments. Right. He's not disparaging it, but I mean, like Black Panther, I fucking zoned in and out all the time. Yeah. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, I hated from the first line. Uh, Green Book, again, it was just like a classic, like Disney movie where it was just like it was like hidden figures. It's like I've seen this before. It's not a big deal. Uh, and Vice tried to do some things that didn't pull it off. A Star is Born is at one that I think it's just going to get underrated by the Academy. thought it was really good. I yeah, just don't no, think it's going to pick as much steam. They're not steam. too high on remix. That's another thing. Yeah. No, that's, that's another issue. So, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't see any of the other ones happening. I just I, I think, to me, the favorite is, is the favorite. You heard it here first, I'm Bruce folks. Battaglia, the Academy of Motion Picture. All right. Yeah. So I'm 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 gonna go uh, with a real shocker here and, uh, and say the Black Klansman. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I like how you called the Black Klansman too. Yes. Like it's like a three-word title. Uh, yes. 
All right. So yeah, no, I'm I'm going Black Klansman. That that storyline blew me away. Like, I, I oh, heard, it's incredible. I heard what it was about, and and then you watch it, and then like to to factor in that that's a true story, not like let yeah. alone like just someone thought this would be kind of funny if like a black guy was part of the KKK. <laughs> No, no, that actually happened. So, like, that that's a real thing that they were able to, you know, take and make an incredible film out of. And then for Spike Lee to just kind of intertwine those, you know, civil right issues at the, at the end of the film the way he does, mm-hmm. I thought was really powerful. Yeah. Not really part of the film. So I, I don't right. want to say that's going to, you know, affect the outcome of whether or not it's a best picture or not. I just thought it was a nice addition, a nice touch yeah. that you didn't have to do. But, you know, Spike Lee felt compelled to, to throw in at the end of the film. And, um, yeah, just from start to finish, I, I was really engaged. Uh, I, I could not take Topher Grace seriously, unfortunately. Uh, oh, you mean Eric Foreman? Yeah, uh, <laughs> as the leader of the KKK. But, hey, um, Lego my ego. I don't know. One of the better films I've seen over the last few years, I, yeah. I would say. One, one thing I did like about the movie, too, and, in, in like, you know, this doesn't necessarily speak to the end result of the movie, but it, it gives the movie a little bit extra steam for me. Is like, I'll give Spike Lee some credit, man. Spike Lee made that fucking movie, and he doesn't care if he gets nominated for shit. Like, that wouldn't have changed the movie at all. He didn't try to Oscar bait it. It wasn't one of those movies where I think Spike Lee was like, fuck, I'm going to win an Oscar for. He couldn't give a fuck, man. That wouldn't have changed the movie at all. And that is something I respect because a lot of these movies try to Oscar bait their way to the Oscars, and they do it, and then Oscar bait their way into an Oscar win. And he Oscar didn't try bait. to do that. Yeah. Like this, well, 100% though, it's a thing. Like uh, the one reason a lot of people didn't like the wife, and like I liked the wife, but like I get it when I read the reviews of like it was literally one of those movies where it just like a fucking like a fish hook man and it's like Glenn Close dangling the fucking fish hook mm-hmm. waiting for everyone to come in because Glenn Close is so good but the movie's also good it's just like people realize that Glenn Close is like by far the best thing about the movie and everything just looks great because Glenn Close makes it what it is and to me there aren't a lot of Oscar Beatty movies in this in this so crop, which I'll say that, but so what you're saying is, is Glenn Close likes to Oscar bait to the wife late at night. <laughs> that's what I heard. I don't know. That might be wrong, but that's what, that's what I heard. Yeah, is that yeah. wrong? <laughs> Did I miss not a wrong. Word? Did I? I? I love it. Good. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? The Academy likes to Oscar bait to Glenn Close. So. <laughs> <laughs> Mama Mia. Um, we're missing a vote. You. Yes. Um, uh, I will be following in the footsteps of James Cole. I am voting for Black Klansman, although I don't think it's going to take away the Oscar. But it, it was absolutely a great movie. Um, I've, now, I've you, guys, you guys think it's going to win. It would be your vote if you had it's, one as well? It's my vote. Say you remember the Academy? I oh, don't okay. think it's going to win, okay. but it would be my vote. I think, even though I've never seen The Favourite, that The Favourite will win. It just seems like one of those movies, from what I've heard and from what I've seen. Um, I think Roma's getting the snub for sure. Well, not, I guess not really a snub, but... I, I will say this about Roma, going into it, and regardless of ever, if I've made any good points tonight, you know, this would be the one takeaway of, of what I will say about Roma. It's going to be hard to not give that movie some awards. Yeah, always. Because that movie was spectacular. It's nominated for ten movies, and I think it deserves to be nominated for all the ones it is, and arguably yeah. mov- like movies that it's not nominated for. Yeah, It's going to be really hard not to give Roma awards. Like, I think... 
the favorite could lose everything. Like, it might not win a single award. Right. Roma, I think it's going to be tough to not win at least a few things. Oh, they're definitely At minimum, win. best foreign film and nothing else. But, like, yeah. more than likely, it's going to win more than that. Yeah, they'll get more than that, yeah. I, I would think. But who knows? Um, yeah, Star, a Star is Born. It was a spectacular film, too. But I never saw Vice. Black Panther is, you know, Marvel. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, yeah, it was it was pretty bad for the first <laughs> for the first ninety percent uh, of the movie. Yeah, just maybe ninety three percent, ninety three percent, thereabouts. If you're blind, you probably enjoyed it because you're just listening to the Queen for like two hours. That's, yeah, that's, that's a great time. <laughs> See I the problem. Maybe I should gouge my eyes out next time. The problem is, if you're blind, it's going to expose all the bad fucking lines in the script because there's not Rami <laughs> Malek's weird looking teeth to distract you from how awkward the fucking script is. Uh, that's all I can look at. Too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, uh, li- listen. Everyone did an amazing job this year. Uh, congrats to all the films. No, <laughs> not everyone. <laughs> Not everyone did an amazing job. They did a better job making movies than I did, so yeah, I'll give them a job. Yeah. <clears throat> Our guest, Mike Warren. Mike Warren Absolutely. Mike, Mike Warren of Airedale Flying, Fishing, and Hunting. Uh, Mike, you got anything you got to plug? Uh, What's that parcel service you work for called? Oh, yeah, the official parcel service. Um, if you live in the areas of Meriday Park, Northwood, uh university residence I will deliver personally to you wow that is a treat in itself yes um, folks I can personally vouch for Mike Wern stand up guy um, he will treat your package with care nothing but the best he has treated my package with care yep. sometimes he likes <laughs> sometimes he likes to Oscar bait before he goes to work before he handles packages right. I Oscar bait after work I'm after late, work I'm late too. for work yeah you were you were late for work because you were up Oscar handling. baiting, oh, yeah. oh, handling Bohemian Rhapsody's Oscar bait attempt. Yes. Um, probably none of those landed, but I'll listen back to it. You well, never sure. know. Yeah, yeah, you never know. Okay. Oh, the lights oh. are going down. Oh, yeah, I didn't even bring up the fact that uh, Brian Singer is a terrible person. But I guess I don't need to at this point. I'm hoping most people know that. <laughs> if so. you got this far on the podcast, I'm, I'm, fu- <laughs> I'm know that. fucking assuming people have read the internet. But just so you know, well, the other reason why uh, Bohemian Rhapsody shouldn't win anything is because uh, the guy who directed 90% of the movie is a terrible person and has been accused of sexual misconduct. On many occasions, I don't know how. See, this is—it's weird, man. Like, it's weird to be where we are in society, and like, I don't know how so many people hear this happen and take it so seriously it, it, in 2019. But like, Brian Singer can fucking fly under the radar, man. And like, I don't understand how there are still people of that stature who like clearly get this kind of stuff pointed out, and that can just fly under the radar for months and years and years. Like, the guy is supposed to make like. Forty million dollars off of the pro, of the off the box office this movie. He got fired as director. Like I don't understand. Yeah. Like how is he making forty million dollars for being a piece of shit? Loyalties? Fuck, I have no idea. It's just it's baffling. To, it's, it's brutal. Well, you know? it kind of undercuts the whole movement, you know. It does. It does. It does. And that that's another reason why I don't think this is going to win much. Right. Is because like, isn't the whole. Isn't the whole point of this is we're trying to get away from shit like this? Trying to get away from people like this? Like, Casey Affleck won the the award in 2016, and literally, like, as he's doing his acceptance speech, there's, like, people in the audience booing and, like, people online being like, what the fuck's he up there for? And I'm like, what are we talking about? And I had to Google it to find out that, like, he, I guess, is not a very nice person sometimes either. 
Yeah. Yeah, man. I, uh, I don't know. Thoughts? Uh, he got fired, so, you know, they, they did the right thing. So. Yeah. He got fired for unrelated reasons. That's the worst part. Yeah, he got fired all the same. <laughs> oh, really? He did get fired. He got fired because he wasn't showing up. It was literally like a guy at an office just, like, didn't come in one day, and it's like, oh, I guess we should just get rid of this guy. I mean, like, there were other issues, too, but, yeah. That he just the, he basically was showing up, or, like, he would fuck off early, and it's like, oh, we kind of need the director here. Like, I don't know what we're going to do today. And right. Yeah, it was, he was just a disaster. He's got bad things to go and do. Yeah, uh, anyway. But anyway, thanks to Mike Wern for uh, joining us on the bonus episode of Laced Up a Hockey Podcast. James, you got anything you got to plug? I hope my Blues article is out soon because apparently they're making the playoffs, so look for that. But it might be okay. already. Good for you. Uh, I don't have anything to plug at the moment, but maybe I do because this doesn't come out for like five days after we record it. So. <laughs> um, yeah, I think we're good. Everybody, I, I hope you enjoy the Academy Awards, although, you know, clearly you can tell um, it sounds like we won't be enjoying it, but we, we will enjoy it. Um, probably until... You know, Green Book wins fucking Best Picture or something. <laughs> Everyone's like, "What the hell?" I'm going 16 for 16. Well, there's more awards than that, so that'd be pretty good. <laughs> but that'd still be good. Uh, good for you. Okay, well, go Black Klansman for James's sake. Go. What was your movie of choice for Best Picture? Just all around. All around, beautiful boy. Yeah, beautiful sure. boy. Go, beautiful boy. And um, go uh, a History of Violence for me, I guess, because that was the movie I think I brought up the most times. So. Okay. Thanks, everyone. See you around sometime. Thank you.